to another episode of Some Things, Some Places, at Certain Times. In this episode, it's just me alone, and I am reviewing Amsterdam, the new movie that came out a few days ago as of recording this, October 7th, it came out, and I saw it the opening weekend, Saturday, yeah, I saw it with my family, and we all enjoyed it, I don't think it's that great. I am especially disappointed because this is a David O. Russell movie. He wrote and directed it, and I really like his stuff. I really like American Hustle. And I was kind of hoping for something that kind of matched that. Matched that aesthetic, that energy, and or something like that. Um, and it is, both of these movies are loosely based on something that happened in history. But this is quite fictional. Most of this is really fictional. The stuff that is real. Robert De Niro's character is based on a real general who did um, get involved in like an actual mystery, like something that's portrayed in the film. But it is the details behind it are much different, and all the other characters are pretty much entirely fictional characters although they do represent you know actual veterans and stuff like that like uh, Christian Bale and John David Washington meet as part of soldiers in the Harlem Hellfighters Christian Bale plays an officer John David Washington plays a sergeant an enlisted man the Harlem Hellfighters were a black unit in World War One and they did have white officers and they did fight with, um, I don't know if in real life they fought with French uniforms or they just fought under French command because American soldiers didn't want to work with them. That's all portrayed in the movie. There are a lot of veterans who, of course, were wounded uh, mentally and physically. Who And this movie kind of portrays a lot of the fallout of that, of the emotions and the issues surrounding the, the treatment and the culture of veterans at the time, post-World War One, So there's a lot of real stuff in this, but the story itself is pretty much completely made up. So before getting into spoilers, I'll just say, yeah, we have that, how it compares to real-life history. The actors, this is a star-studded cast, big cast, None of the actors did a bad job. I think my problems with this movie lie with the writing and the story itself. The actors all do a good job. I don't think any of them gave like an Oscar performance in this movie, but it like none none of them did a bad job or anything either. This was I say 6 out of 10. That's what I'm going to give it. Um, I'll talk about a couple more things before I get into the spoilers. So 6 out of 10 is what I rate it. Maybe because it's David O. Russell, maybe because I was hoping for more. It was alright. It was good. My whole family enjoyed it. There's a lot to it though. There's so many details and so many different like threads to this movie that I feel like it's a very busy movie but at the same time a lot of these details that are put into it don't really affect the final outcome or the, the plot 
it just seems like there's a lot of filler material. So that's what I have to say about that. I did enjoy it. Six out of ten for me means I didn't, I don't regret going to the theater to go see it. But I do, and I wouldn't really necessarily recommend it to someone. But, I mean, I think a lot of people could enjoy it. Some people like might, might like it better. Some people might like it less. It's uh, sitting at a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty low. 6.2 IMDb, 47% Metacritic right now. And this is uh, pretty early. It's been out for like four days. So that's where the critics are with it right now. It's been kind of unsuccessful at the box office. So, yeah, I think it's not a bad movie. It's just not as good as it should have been, especially given the huge amount of top actors that are in this and the past works that came from David O. Russell. So, yeah. From this point on, I will be getting into spoilers. You have been warned. If you haven't seen it, I still think, you know, you could enjoy it. Go see it and come up with your own opinion. But, um, you know, I don't think it's a great movie. It's not for everyone. That's what I have to say about it. All right. Spoilers. So let's get in to a bit more into the history, the real history behind it. Robert De Niro's character, the general, he is based on a real general who did really speak in support of the veterans of World War One. Um, he didn't lead the march that is portrayed in the movie, but he was there. And he did supposedly uncover a plot to take over the government, or at least to get President Roosevelt to resign and replace him with a cabinet member that was more in line with this plot's ideals. It has nothing to do with European involvement, with Italian fascism or German Nazism or anything like that. It was an entirely American-made plot and nothing really came of it. His career was kind of damaged from it, if I'm not mistaken, the real-life general. But obviously, the plot, no one took over the government. Roosevelt didn't get ousted. There was no coup. So that's kind of what it was. It just seemed like it was more of a group of rich business leaders who were trying to stop Roosevelt's New Deal from happening because of certain restrictions that it placed on the uh, the rich people and the socialism that they thought might come out of it. So that's where it is real. And of course, like I mentioned, the portrayal of veterans. Of course, there were lots of veterans, but the characters themselves are fictional. So yeah, everything else is made up for this movie not to say it's bad because it's made up it's a fictional movie but yeah just if you're curious that's where it kind of connects to real life so I I mean I find it interesting how it takes that detail this event in real life history 
and kind of makes this this whole story about it. I believe David O. Russell did something similar with American Hustle, although I haven't researched as much about the true events that were behind that story. So, yeah, getting into it a bit more. The actors, like I said, none of them were bad. Nothing in this movie was like, wow, this is the best movie of the year or anything like that. None of the actors gave their best performance of their careers or anything like that. And um, it was just, felt like there were so many details. Like the whole background. First of all, I'm annoyed that this movie is called Amsterdam and has almost nothing to do with Amsterdam. Because I just lived in the Netherlands for a year. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll see some locations that I recognize. They have one shot where you see a canal. Like, oh, okay. It's It has, like, nothing to do with the movie. The three, the main trio, right? Margot Robbie, John David Washington, and Christian Bale. They didn't even meet in Amsterdam. They met at a hospital in Belgium. And then later, they go to Amsterdam, and it's a very important time in their lives for the characters, and I understand that. But, alas, I was disappointed. It has nothing to do with the Netherlands, nothing to do with Amsterdam itself. just has a few scenes that take place in Amsterdam, and they're flashbacks at that. The rest of this movie all takes place in America, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. So, that's it. And, um, yeah, Taylor Swift her character's fate I think the the bit of acting I have seen I don't think she's anything incredible she's not bad either but her getting murdered early on that was a bit of a shocker to me it did not think that would happen so yeah and um as they're uncovering this plot this whole and they realize it's like oh it's connected to Nazis and fascists and they're trying to take over the government it just seemed like the plot kind of balloons to be a much bigger idea than they made it seem from the trailers and even from the beginning of the movie, the first half of the movie, didn't seem like it was going to be something that major. But, of course, the characters reflect that themselves. Christian Bale says, oh, I don't want to follow this plot, I don't want to take down Nazis or anything I just want to find out who killed the general but of course those two things are inseparable because the people behind the plot are the ones who killed the general so yeah it just seems like um, maybe if they advertised it more like this was a major plot trying to take over the country then I wouldn't have been caught so unexpected by it and it would have been maybe a at least more enjoyable because I, I would have known that they're looking for something much grander than just whoever killed this one general. But I did still enjoy it. The end was good. I did like how they like revealed the Vos family. Uh, Valerie, Margot Robbie's character, Valerie's brother and his wife how they revealed that they were like part of the plot and then you realize they're not just trying to help out the main trio discover who killed the general they're trying to 
use the main trio to introduce the general to the masterminds behind the plot. And of course, they say that they're going to do that to reveal who they are, but their true intentions are to do that to actually get the general to go along with the plot. And of course, at least I realized, and I assume most other people realized, that this is what was going on once they were on the stage and the general was about to go up and talk. And they're like, you know what, these people are dangerous. They killed the other general, so why don't you just go along with it and just say what they want you to say, take the money, and then you don't have to be worried about your life. And then they were like taking the eye drops and Anya Taylor-Joy's character was talking about seances with her friends and worshipping some greater race that came from another galaxy or something weird like that. And I was like, okay, these people are nuts. And they're part of the plot, obviously. So... Yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was a good bit of dialogue where nothing is like explicitly stated. But, you know, it's obvious enough to figure it out, which I thought was a, a good reveal. Although at the end, after the little shootout, I don't know where these like Nazi Hitler youth people came from. Why are they there at an American World War One veterans event? doesn't make a lot of sense to me like it's a predominantly black soldier event and these nazis are there like i don't i don't get it what were they gonna do like why are they there i thought this plot was trying to stay secretive so that was a bit weird kind of came out of nowhere and then they're shouting singing at each other uh i don't know that was a bit confusing so that that was that's probably my biggest complaint with the end. The rest of the end I thought was pretty good. It all made good sense. By then you understand the the weight of the plot or the scope of the plot. So it's not like anything is too out of left field by that point. But compared to where it was at the beginning of the movie, I think it was a little maybe too grand. And this movie is jam-packed with dialogue. It's very busy. But there's just so much that seems like it doesn't really matter at the end of it. It doesn't have an effect on the final outcome. It doesn't influence the plot in any meaningful way. Like the whole backstory in Amsterdam. Like it just shows that the three of them were really close. And I understand they were, they went to war together. And I mean, she wasn't even in the war. She was a nurse. So... And I understand people create really strong bonds when they go to war together. But I think anyone kind of really knows that. They don't need to go on this whole montage of how they had this nice life in Amsterdam. It just seemed a bit strange. And a lot of it just seemed unnecessary, like it was filler material. So, yeah, those are my big complaints about it. I guess that would be down to the writing, the screenplay... But, like, the actors, none of this was, I guess, really their fault. I did like, I would like to say, Chris Rock, his character. At times when they're all involved in this investigation and other details and everything is going on, Chris Rock would just point out the obvious, there's a dead white man in a box. And who do you think's going to get in trouble? So, I, I appreciated that. He kind of 
pointed out the obvious and brought people back to reality, although they kind of mostly seem to ignore him. So again, it's one of those things like they mentioned something and I think he rightly brings up a concern of his and then it has no effect on the plot at all. Like, it doesn't mean anything to the story. So, there it is. I still liked it. It is, uh, it is a good story. It is a good mystery. But it's good. That's it. It's not great. Like I said, 6 out of 10. To me, that means I don't regret having seen it in the movie theater. But, you know, I don't necessarily recommend it to other people. Other people may like it better. Other people may like it worse. So... You know, it's kind of uh, just alright. It's good. It's nothing special to me. Nothing really bad. It's just mediocre. So, those are my thoughts on it. And this will be on Spotify and Netflix. Please like, share, subscribe. Please help us spread the word. And we will be back next time in a few episode, in a few days with Sean. Next episode should be with him where we will be talking about She-Hulk and some of the other Marvel stuff that's been coming out lately. So if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for listening. <laughs>